Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with Barb. Main's hit music channel. Feel good Friday. Let us know what you're feeling good about on this Friday. 207-807-1104. Shoot us a text. Give us a call. Share a positive story with us. 207-807-1104. Feel good Friday. What are you feeling good about? Honestly, I'm feeling good that it's the last day of the week for me. Last day of the work week, baby. All right. For most people, yeah. Yeah. Well, for me especially, but I don't know. This week, I've just been, haven't really had my ish together. I've let the laundry pile up. It's all over the floor. I haven't done the dishes. So you're looking forward to a productive weekend. I'm looking forward to just waking up on Saturday and taking care of everything I haven't had the energy to do all week. You know what's crazy is last week we had a four-day week, and our four-day week last week seemed longer to me than this five-day week we had this week. Yeah. For real. I can't even remember. I was like, did I already wear these pants? I think I wore them on Monday. I don't remember. I have no idea. You can get two uses out of a pair of jeans. No, I always do. But I was like, did I wear them? Is this going to be the third? Like, what? My clothes are all over the floor. Did you do the sniff test this morning? Uh, No, I just wore the same ones I wore yesterday because they were closest to the hand. I was going to say, were those the same jeans that you wore yesterday? They are. But I feel like that's. (laughs) No, I wasn't. I feel like that's so unlike me, though. I don't know what's gotten into me. Wow. You're getting wild. You're letting loose. I have a gross secret, but a lot of people won't find this gross because they're very mature. I haven't washed my hair since Sunday. I just have I've showered every day, but I just don't have the energy to wash my hair. Like what's going on? What get your life together. I don't know what's happening to me. Feel so good I'm, Friday. You're feeling good because I'm feeling good so I can just decompress and have nothing to do except get your do life laundry together and wash my hair. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's the little things in life. You lead a, a wild life. Don't let anyone tell you any different, all right? You can't tell though. I've got the dry shampoo in. Okay. You're like, oh, I can kind of tell. Yeah. Is it weird that, I, I don't know if other guys are like this, but every time I, I, I tell uh, a woman that I wash my hair every time I'm in the shower, they're like, you're not it's supposed to do that. It's too yeah. much. Why are you doing that? And I'm like, I don't know. I can't take a shower without sudsing up my hair. I used to feel the same way, but now I wash my hair twice a week and it doesn't get greasy. And that's what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. If it gets a little greasy, just spray some dry shampoo in there, freshen it up. There's days I'll do my hair twice in the morning. Oh, no, that's going to make your hair fall out. In the morning. And then uh, after like I work out, I'll take another shower later in the Dry day. Dry your scalp. And I do it sometimes. But I usually sneak more as shampoo because it makes my hair like light and fluffy. One time every other day for one, you. One time I use uh, my shampoo the other time of the day, I'll use her shampoo. No, your hair is literally going to fall out. I've been all right at this point in my life. There's no baldness in my family. so Lucky you. I think I'm going to be fine. Feel good Friday. What are you feeling good about? 207-807-1104. I got a little bit of a hangover this morning. My goodness. I'm going to take that as my feel good Friday thing because I did it. Do you have a hangover? Yeah. I'm going to go with it, all right? I'm going to ride the wave. Uh, you know, last uh, night celebrated my birthday, Ooh. so I did a dry January, and I broke the uh, dry January, which I had already planned to a little bit early before the end of January for my birthday. And we and we only have like three days left. Yeah. We went out and uh, had dinner, and I got a couple drinks, and then we bounced over to High Roller, and we got um, some oysters and some margaritas, because they were oh. doing, they were doing like, I don't know if it was for my birthday or not, I didn't ask, but I, knew I, you were coming. I assumed they were doing all day uh, happy hour over there, so I was like, okay. Okay, let's go really? over there. It was like half price margs. I'm like, let's do it. My tolerance was super low because I hadn't drank all month. So two drinks. Now you know how I feel. I'm waking up this morning. I'm like, oh, geez. Like my body hurts. Also, Feel Good Friday. I should take this as my Feel Good Friday uh, story. Yesterday, uh, thank you for all the birthday love. Everybody that posted on social media, I really appreciated it. Here in the office, you guys brought in uh, mimosas 
and birthday cake at the end of the show. And Tara, who I always joke with, I'm like, come on, you don't want to have a drink at work whenever we do like Friday drinks at work. Tara's like, no, no. I do not drink at work. And I'm like, all right, fine. Because I've got a headache. Peer pressure, peer pressure. She never does. But yesterday for my birthday, without me <laughs> even putting any peer pressure on, she was like, all right, I want a mimosa. I'm like, oh my God, we thought we were just going to fill up a cup of orange juice for you, but you, know you went why? for it. You know why? It's because this week I don't even care anymore. I got laundry piled up yeah. all the way up to my height on the floor. I've got dishes in the sink. I haven't washed my hair. I said, you know what? Give me a mimosa. You went for it. Now I know why because of your story <laughs> this morning. Feel good Friday. What are you feeling good about on this Friday? 207-807-1104. I got the high roller uh, sweatsuit on today. Fit. Yeah, the new one, the new version. I got this for my birthday. I really like it. Yeah, Maura was like, you can't wear it at the same time. It's a sweatpants and a sweatshirt. So what did I do first day? Uh, I'm wearing it at the same exact time. You're dangerous. Yeah. The drip is on today. Wait, let me see the pants. Look at the pants. Oh, you got to check out the uh, check out the back. Can you see the back on the pocket? Look at the lobster. Oh, a lobster. A lobster on the pocket. Oh, I love it. You're a walking advertisement. Yeah, I know I am. I, but I got some good <laughs> presents for my birthday. So thank you. Good. Still don't know who sent me that backpack. Feel Good Friday. What are you feeling good about? 207-807-1104. Cut me some slack today because I'm, I'm feeling it from last okay. night. All right. The, tr the train might get off the tracks a little bit later all right jen from lewiston feel good friday what are you feeling good about on this friday i'm feeling good because it's ptif the end of the month and i'm so excited for the first to come because so glad for the curfew to be over what's the first place you're going to visit post 9 p.m next week probably gritty tara curfew's lifted next week first place you're going to go post 9 p.m I don't know because I literally haven't been going anywhere. I've kind of adapted to not doing anything and being in bed by nine. Actually, the curfew sets up really nicely for me. <laughs> I know. But there are times I find on the weekend where I'll be running around doing stuff uh, during the day and I'm like, oh shoot, I need to figure out what I'm doing for dinner and everything gets closed at nine o'clock. So I'm excited to have the option to get food post 9 p.m. I know I shouldn't be eating that late, but I'm excited to have that option. Wait. We vibe, vibe right here. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. We have some lift tickets to give away this hour. 207-807-1104 is our phone number. Call or text. Answer our question. We'll put you in the running. And we're going to pick a winner while we're commercial free before 9 a.m. 207-807-1104. Today's question. Today's topic is Tara. We want to know your most embarrassing work moment. Most embarrassing work moment. Go what deep. was it? Call or text. Share that past trauma with us and you could win uh, ski passes for it. So that make things a a little bit better, right? Yeah. And to get over past trauma, you need to address the past trauma. And what exactly. better way to do it than on the radio with us? Yes. 207-807-1104. We'll go first here, all right? All right. Tara, you'll go for it first, actually. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, buckle up. When I was in college, I got a paid internship at a very corporate place. I had my own cubicle. Mm -hmm. It was an entire floor. I need the name. It was Unum. Okay. Okay. But so if you've ever worked there or been there, you know that before they did the remodel, all the cubicles were like your private little room. Okay. And so... I had a weird school schedule, so in order to get my credits and to get paid, I had to come in sometimes like after hours. Like one of my shifts was 4 p.m. to like 6.30. And by 6.30... Two and a half hours? Yeah, to get the credits. Okay. So, because that's the only way I could squeeze it in with my school gotcha. schedule. But so around like 6, no one's there. Everyone leaves between 4.30 and 5. So it was 6 o'clock one night and my stomach started killing me. Like I had never felt 
such like gas pain in my life. Okay. It, I was like hunched over. I was like, I only have a half an hour left. Like I just got to stick it out. <laughs> and it's the kind of pain. What did you eat? I don't know. It's the kind of pain where you like start sweating. It hurts so bad. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to blow up a bathroom and I don't want to do it here because around six, the janitors started to come and clean and the bathrooms would actually have the sign out front that said Yeah, and they keep the door open and somebody's in there. So I was like, I I can't, I have nowhere to go. So at 6.30, I stood up and I was like, I put my coat on, it was time to go. And I was like, I'm just going to speed home. I only live 10 minutes away and I'll just go to the bathroom at home. When I stood up, I literally released the loudest fart that's ever come out of my body. I thought you were going to say... No, I didn't poop myself. Okay. But I don't know how to explain it because I don't know. I know my body and this was like, okay, like when's it going to end? This is like (laughs) a 15 second fart. Like I couldn't stop. So I sat back down and it like wasn't stopping. I was like, oh my God, this, what is this release? Like what is happening to my body after it finally, finally ended, which felt like forever. Well, it's good because nobody's there at the end of the day. That's you said. what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, thank God no one heard that. So I grabbed my purse. I'm getting ready to leave. And like I told you, there's all these cubicles and you, so you can't see who's in them because yeah. they have the walls up all the way. Yeah. The woman like diagonal to me, like picks up the phone and is like, hi, this is so-and-so. And I'm like, <gasps> I'm like. Please tell me she had headphones in or something. Please tell me she did not just hear me rip ass at 6.30 on a Monday. Oh my, like I I was so embarrassed. I ran out of the building. I literally ran out of the building. I sped home. I went to the bathroom and then I went right into my roommate's room and I was like, I can't go to work tomorrow. She's going to be like, she's going to go home to her family and be like the intern farted. Can you believe that? Like for a long time. No, and I had never ever heard something like this come out of my body. That's what makes it worse. If I just like squeaked out a fart, it'd be one thing, but this was like traumatizing. Wow. You know what I'm talking about though? Like when you can't even believe what's happening, you're like, that's kind of long and drawn out. What's going on here? 207-807-1104. What's your most embarrassing work moment? Feel free to share. It doesn't she never have to, brought it up. It doesn't have to be about bodily functions. It could be about whatever. <laughs> to make you feel better though, I will relate to you yes. and I will uh, give you one of my embarrassing moments. All right. I'm here for it. I've never shared this story with anybody. Ooh. Juicy. I'll even give you the name of where it happened. Uh, we used to do ladies' night at Binga's, and it Cute. would be Wednesday night. I go out there. We would DJ. They had wing specials. Uh, it was a good time. Um, there's only one other person that knows this story. Now there's going to be more. <laughs> We're packing up, and same thing hits me that hit you. Yeah, that pain. Except I knew I wasn't making it home. <laughs> Couldn't hold it. Shouts to Allie who uh, used to work here. Uh, she was helping me uh, pack things up. And I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. Can you just finish wrapping stuff up? So she finished wrapping stuff up while I went to the bathroom. Well, the bathroom got clogged <gasps> and started to overflow. At Bingus? Yeah. And then I got no. embarrassed by it. I'm like, I'm not telling anybody. Let's get out of here. And the I was like pouring over the <laughs> it bowl. It was pouring over. I'm like, yo, we got to get out. So we hopped in the car and left. Clearly, uh, people would be there drinking for their, you know, ladies night. Yeah. And I was just hoping that they would assume it was one of the patrons that uh, that did it. But it was me. I'm fessing up. I apologize. That one random Wednesday night, I clogged the toilet at Binga's. It was at my 
fault. Ladies' night. Yeah, and it's a great impression. And uh, and Allie was the only one that knew, and I was a little embarrassed to tell her. But I was like, "Yo, you need to get your coat. We need to get in the car. We got to get out of here." Because also, how, <laughs> how do you tell the staff there, like, "Hey, thanks for having us." I just that's what I'm saying. Toilet. How do I have night? that conversation and be like, "Hey, oh, it was a great night. Uh, yeah, I had fun. Can't wait to see you next week." Oh, by the way, uh, clean up in uh, the bathroom over there. Sorry, my bad. Okay, but There's wonder the if they went home or like after clothes if they were like, "I feel like Ryan DeLong clogged the toilet." <laughs> <laughs> it was like in their group chat. 207-807-1104. What's your most embarrassing work moment? I think that sharing that story right now might have to be the most embarrassing work this moment for me. This is a safe place. Okay, it's we just me and you here. Nobody else is listening. Nobody that's ever been to Bingas is we listening. We want to go deep. Kayla from Agonquit, most embarrassing work moment. What was it? Um, I must have been about like 20 and I was working in a kitchen. And I was, like, the only girl, since usually mostly boys work in the kitchen. Okay. And I wore chef pants to work one day, and I was walking around the kitchen, and all of a sudden, I look, and there were underwear on the ground. And at first, I was like, huh, that's strange. It kind of looks like mine. <laughs> and then I realized they were. And they must have gotten, like, static to my chef pants in the dryer. Yeah. But they weren't, like, the best kind of underwear either. So, anywho... The boys all joked around for a while, and obviously they were mine because I'm the only girl in the kitchen. So, yeah. And they ended up being, like, that time of the month underwear anyway, so they weren't that pretty. Oh, they were the granny panties. Oh, yeah. I would say so. Uh, I can imagine you seeing those and then just your facial expression when you realize, wait, those are mine? You must have been mortified. Oh, oh, yeah. 100%. Honestly, if it makes you feel any better, I know so many people that have had this happen where they do their laundry and just go to school or go to work and they don't realize that they have a thong hanging off their sweater. So you're not alone. Why can't it be like the cute pair? Why does it always have to be the other pair? I mean, that (laughs) is a little more embarrassing, but it happens. Yeah, this is the best of us. (laughs) Laura from Saka, we're talking about most embarrassing work moments this morning. You got one for us? I was working, I was sitting on a pallet, you know, a big square pallet. Yeah. I was working with this girl about an hour before my shift ended, hour and a half, and she asked me if I had any ibuprofen. It's like, yeah, let's go to my locker. So I started walking to my locker. She tells me I have a giant hole in my pants, <gasps> and it was about the size of a tennis ball right on my ass cheek. <laughs> How'd you and not feel I, it? No idea when it got there. I hope it. I hope it happened when I was sitting on that pallet and I got up. But thankfully, this girl told me, and then I had to walk around for my last hour of my shift. And I, I strategically put my gloves that I have to wear like hanging over the hole. And I asked her about a hundred <laughs> times, like, "You sure you can't see it? <laughs> you can't see it?" Like, and I'm a manager figure, so I had to look somewhat professional. That is so funny. But, yeah, it was not. I went home and I, I had to throw those pants away. There was no fixing them. Aww. Yeah, we're going to say that it happened right there when you were sitting on the pallet and it wasn't an all-day thing. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're going to hear a lot about uh, wardrobe malfunctions yeah. uh, today for most embarrassing story, but that's a good one. Sarah from Wyndham, we're talking about most embarrassing work moments. Share a story with us. Sure. So I work at a bar downtown and we have a jukebox and for some reason it was glitching, so I had to unplug it and replug it back in and the plug is really high, so I had to stand on a And I decided instead of (laughs) jumping off the stool when I was done, I was going to do like a, I was going to put my, one of my legs down first and I ripped the whole back of my pants open. (gasps) And 
it was at the beginning of my shift and I work alone. So I did have a couple of customers in there and I had to borrow um, one of my customers' sweatshirts and tie it around my waist for like the next six hours of my shift. Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, at least you had a solid regular there to help you out. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, we're going to have a lot of uh, wardrobe malfunctions. I'll be honest, my heart kind of sank a little bit when you said, uh, when you started your story with, I work at a bar downtown. I thought you were going to be like, I was the one that had, had to clean up your mess, Ryan. Oh my God. <laughs> no, but I have, I mean, there's a lot of embarrassing and disgusting bar stories, but that one is like the one I was mortified because I literally had no solution but to like beg somebody to take off their sweatshirt so I could find their family ways. Ryan and Sanford, we're talking about most embarrassing work stories. You got one for us? So I work at a restaurant uh, in the summer and we don't do wait service. We just do counter service. So like we bring out food to people. Mm-hmm. I was bringing out food and I had tripped over the rug inside <gasps> and it's a seafood restaurant. So it fell on the floor. It got all over me and just the rest of my shift, I smelled like a fried clam. <laughs> no! And it was just bad. Did <laughs> the customers see? Oh, yeah. yeah. No! <laughs> When that happens in a restaurant, like a glass breaks, somebody drops a plate, an entire tray goes flying, everybody always does the ooh. Yeah, everyone yeah, goes silent. There was, there was a few drinks on it too, so I had like blueberry beer smelling. Just yeah, I've clams. done that before too. I can imagine just working in a seafood restaurant that when you get home, you smell like the restaurant, but when you're actually dumping the food on yourself, it adds a whole new layer. A little stronger. <laughs> yep. We got a good story on Facebook. Yes, Russell on Facebook said he was working at Rennie's and he saw a spider on his glasses and freaked out so badly that he ripped off his shirt and was on the floor freaking out, squirming in front of customers. Wow, that's true arachnophobia right there. Yes, that's, I would do the same exact thing. That's really a uh, main adventure. <laughs> oh, I yeah, see, see what I did there. there? Yeah, all right, <laughs> dad joke. Hey, this is Ryan and Tara at Hot Radio Maine. Who's this? Uh, this is James. James, where are you from? Uh, Berwick. James from Berwick. We're talking about embarrassing work stories. You got one for us? Of course I got one for you. <laughs> All right. Tell us what happened. Out in Stanford, Maine, doing an emergency call. I'm a plumber. There was a line that was clogged up, so they had me try snaking out the line. So I snaked it a bunch of times. It would clear. So me and the homeowner went down in the basement, found that the line was broken and leaking. So explained, all right, well, we'll cut it out put new PVC. Okay. So the uh, tenant lives on the first floor, so I'm making my third cut, and the line drops, and what was in the line was a hairless dead rat, Ugh. and it came flying out, Ugh. hitting me in the face. Ew! <laughs> so at that point, the I was going and snaking through it, so you can imagine it's kind of mangled. So Gross. it hits me in the face, instant puke everywhere. And this is 2 a.m. in the morning. Oh. And I'm yelling, screaming, what's up, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> all I can hear is the, cut, the tenant on the first floor <laughs> laughing her ass off. Oh. And so needless to say, I rarely puke because I deal with raw sewage and everything else but when you get hit in the face with a rat that's you know mangled from a snake kind of you get tossed your cookies <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah i mean i'm sure you've seen some pretty disgusting things but that has to take the cake right there oh yeah that was one of the worst ones <laughs> i don't know why she was laughing at you she's the disgusting person with the hairless rat in her line uh well she was upstairs so she didn't see it all she heard was some lunatic screaming and yelling ah i got yeah. you and then later you're like here lady your pet rat exactly <laughs> <laughs> wow uh do you ski do you snowboard i snowboard oh perfect we're gonna hook you up uh for sharing your 
trauma with us because that was definitely trauma. Um, <laughs> we're going to hook you up with a pair of passes to the Camden Snowball. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations. It's all made hot and made by Little Giant Restaurant in Portland. The outdoor heated back porch is now open, 211 Danforth Street, Little Giant Restaurant in Portland. Congratulations. You got yours. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hot Radio Man. Oh, Lord. Hot Warnings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. That's old school. I know. I had to bring it back for this story. It's the end of an era, Tara. I can't believe it. After 14 years and 20 seasons, the Keeping Up with the Kardashians family is ready to finally close the curtain on their reality show. Kim shared the first look of the final season on Instagram. Filming has been one of the best experiences of my life. We didn't think anyone would be into watching a show about our crazy family. We just wanted to tell you in person that we won't be going forward with filming the show anymore. Are you getting emotional? I am. I kind of feel bad for producers and stuff. I saw Courtney and Scott asleep together on the couch. They're definitely made for each other, like they're supposed to be together. I am just really blessed that we had this opportunity to even do this. We have a lot of memories. They just want you to know what we really appreciate you guys, each and every one of you. Did we make the right decision by walking away? Welcome to the final show. Is that supposed to be like a little teaser at the end? Like maybe they're going to come back. Did they make know. the right decision? Why are they always going to leave you with a cliffhanger in these trailers? Ah! Seriously though, like think about the producers and the photogs. Like they can kiss their paychecks goodbye. They've been doing that show for like 10 plus years. I mean, they had a great run. 14 years. They're going to get picked up by a new show or do something else. I'm sure. I mean, that's how turnover works. Like they yeah, jump yeah, from one show to another the show. They got lucky being on a show for 14 yeah, years. for real. 14 years. You were 10 when the show started uh, on E and it's 20 seasons later that's so crazy they had all the spin-offs as well keeping up with the Kardashians the 20th season the final season premieres March 18th on E what kind of emotions are you feeling right now I feel really sad just because I've watched it forever and when I look back and like watch the seasons on Hulu or whatever it's on and I see Kendall and Kylie are so little you basically think, grew wow. up with them uh, I think yeah. she was how old were they when they started the show they were like 10 or 11 themselves. I think like 9, 10. Yeah, so, so they right were like right around your age. And I think, oh, they look so little, so cute. And I'm like, no, I was so little, so cute watching this. Yeah, you've grown up with them. Yes. It's amazing. My sisters. <laughs> 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 Would I be a Kardashian or a Jenner, do you think? Um, I think you give me more of Courtney vibes. Thank you. <laughs> I was hoping Chloe, but I'll take what I can get. All right. No, I think Courtney because she's more like dry. Oh, I thought you were going to say Chloe because I'm talking about inappropriate things all the time. No. Well, I guess you might have uh, you've been combo? influenced by all of them in your uh, 14 yeah, years of watching the Kardashians. Right up, and that's my personality today. The weekend is looking to give us a performance 
place to remember at next Sunday's Super Bowl, along with the money already put up to produce the show, he threw in $7 million of his own cash to make the performance, quote, what wow. he envisioned. So he set the bar high. I expect an amazing performance. One of your favorite artists. You're excited about this. I'm so excited because this tour got canceled. I wanted to see last summer. Right. So this is the best I can get. So it better be amazing. You're like, there's that football game that's going to be uh, at the uh, at the weekend concert. Yeah, for weekend. real. Uh, sources say his performance might be around 24 minutes, which is a little bit longer than those in the past. Uh, normal half times about 12 minutes, and Super Bowl usually they stretch it for about 30 minutes, but performance is going to be clocking in around 24 minutes of the weekend. Ooh, baby. Wednesday night's Jeopardy contestants were roasted as they didn't know Dave Chappelle. Here's the question. Tell me if you could have got this one right. This comedian displayed his drama chops in A Star is Born, playing Bradley Cooper's longtime friend. That's Dave Chappelle. Could you have gotten it off the question? No. They showed a picture of Dave Chappelle. Okay. Even if while I didn't reading the know, question, I'd never seen a Star Is Born, but if I were up there and I saw the picture of Dave Chappelle, I would quickly say that. You'd be like, "Oh my God, this is the only question I know during Jeopardy." Click, click, click. Hit in the buzzer. My buzzer's going off. I got it. I got it. Who is Dave Chappelle? <sighs> no one knew. Social media weird. was very upset about it. All the contestants got roasted. All that three adult humans had to do on Jeopardy was identify a picture of Dave Chappelle to get the question correct. None could do it. Are you kidding me? Shouts to uh, temporary host Ken Jennings, though. He was stunned by it, but I think he's been doing a great job. The reviews I've seen have been, for the most part, positive for him. Tough shoes to fill. He's been putting his Absolutely. own little spin on it while still doing like a tip of the hat, and he always thanks Alex at the end of uh, every episode as well. So maybe he's going to be the permanent host. We'll see. It's kind of odd to hear his voice. I'm not fully adjusted to it yet. Yeah, it's going to take a long time. But he's doing a great job so far, I have to say. Yeah, shout out to Ken Jennings. Uh, in a recent interview, Wendy Williams talked about her drug use and having a one-night stand with a member of the Wu-Tang Clan. When I was locked away at a place that I didn't belong because I'm not an addict, I was addicted to coke and I quit on my own. It took four days and I was an eight-ball girl by myself. Yeah, that's what, that was something else I wanted to talk about, but go ahead. You know, with that. the only thing I did, I, I smoked a blunt with Red Man, excuse me, with Method Man, um, um, while I gave him a bath, and it was a one night stand. And what? and he'll deny it, maybe not. You know, that wasn't in the movie. Uh, That's she an intimate one night stand. <laughs> a, I gave him a bath. I've yeah for a one night stand. I'm not sure if I'm giving anyone a bath or getting I've a bath from anybody. Yeah, that feels like something that you do in the like middle stage of a relationship. I know, right? Uh, anyways, she's promoting her uh, documentary that's dropping. Wendy Williams, What a Mess, which premieres Saturday at 10 p.m. on Lifetime. She was an eight ball girl, and she didn't need rehab. She just quit on her own. It seems like she's in a little bit of denial. There. I'm kind of confused by I'm not an addict, followed up with I was addicted to coke. Chris Tucker's iconic role of Smokey in Friday didn't pay him much. Tucker spoke with Shannon Sharp on his Club Shay Shay interview show. And here's what he had I to say. I had about $10,000 because the movie cost, it was either $2 million or $3 million to do because the director reminded me every day. We got 20 days, man, because you better not mess up. We only had two takes. That means, you know, I can only do my lines 
twice. If I mess right. up one time, you get one more time and that's it. We're going to cut your part. Smokey, iconic role. He only got $10,000. I'm sure he made up for it. His price went up after that movie. Um, he also said the movie was just a camera and me and Cube on the porch. Magic came out of it. Thank God. I hope he comes back for the new Friday. I hope they actually do a new Friday. I was watching uh, Rest in Peace when Debo passed away, uh, one of his last interviews with TMZ, and he was saying that before the pandemic, they were talking about getting together to start oh, right. to start the filming of the new Friday movie, and then obviously the pandemic uh, shut all of that down. That's your Dirty on the 30s, made how to mean by Sanford Sound. Go check out their incredible new digs at 1438 Main Street, right near the traffic circle in South Sanford. I'm sure Chris Tucker's asking for more than 10 grand if he's going to be in the new yeah. Friday movie at this point. Although, I don't know. What has he been in recently? I couldn't tell you. He's definitely getting more than 10 grand anyways. Hot Radio Man. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. Investors are furious with Robinhood after the company blocked a purchase and a trading of GameStop, AMC, and Nokia stocks. A group of Reddit investors helped drive the price of those stocks up tremendously earlier this week. Robinhood's block has caught the eye of politicians and government officials. Some traders have filed class action lawsuits against Robinhood. And of course, Ja Rule weighed in on the scenario too. Somebody please find Ja Rule, get hold of this mother. I can make sense of all this. <laughs> Where is Ja? Where's Ja? You can check out Ja Rule's uh, response on our Instagram at Hot Radio Maine. Have you learned a little bit about the stock market? I actually have. That's fascinating. Yeah. Did I you get in? Did you buy your GameStop stock? Oh, no, I didn't because they put the cap on it. But I don't know how I feel about this. I think it's really corrupt and wrong. And it's like once people actually started being successful with it, they're like, never mind. You know something's corrupt when both AOC and Ted Cruz agree that this is wrong. Right. The U.S. tops 25.7 million COVID-19 cases with over 433,000 deaths. The Maine CDC reported five new deaths and 284 new cases on Thursday, bringing Maine's death toll to 567. Nearly 32,000 Mainers have received both doses of their vaccination. Maine will receive a 16% increase in vaccine doses from the federal government starting next week. Despite the increase, the supply remains limited. Our guy, Dr. Shaw, said the shipments expected over the next three weeks will only be enough to vaccinate about 46% of Mainers 70 and older. Not even 50% of Mainers 70 and older, just 46%. And then, of course, we're going to move on to the other stages. But right now, they're in stage, what is it, 1B, mm-hmm. where you get 70-plus eligible. Governor Janet Mills announced Thursday that she will lift the 9 p.m. curfew for businesses on February 1st. She wanted to make sure that it was in place for my birthday weekend, so no big wild party. Uh, burst out. But okay. <laughs> the mandate will be lifted on Monday due to a decrease in Maine's COVID-19 rate. I'm surprised at how many times I found myself racing against the clock at like nine o'clock when I didn't have any food uh, in the house and I had to find a place that was open uh, to get dinner at. And now I won't have that struggle right. starting on Monday. According to the National Chicken Council, apparently that's the thing. Oh. They uh, released their annual wing report and Americans will devour a record 1.42 billion wings during Super Bowl weekend. That's a lot of wings. Buffalo Wild Wings has announced it will serve free wings if the big game goes into OT. So if you're watching the game over there at B-Dubs, you can get some free wings in overtime. They also said that in this uh, annual chicken report from the National Chicken Council,
council. They also said that restaurants, particularly those with uh, wings as their specialty, have done uh, well in 2020. They've seen an increase in sales across the board. Really? Yeah, I'm assuming because a lot of people do the takeout wings, so that would make sense there. Favorite place to get wings in Maine? Well, I don't really eat wings. Don't put me on the spot like that. You answer it. We just realized that you... I only eat boneless wings, yeah. so basically I eat chicken You're tenders. disqualified. 207-807-1104. Feel free to shoot us a text which your favorite spot uh, to get wings in Maine. I'm going to put it on my list of uh, restaurants that I need to try. Uh, I had Binga's uh, the other day and they're always a solid option. Yummy. I want to say, was it Boda used to have like a food truck called Tiny Boda and they had uh, some wings on uh, the menu over there that were delicious. I think that's the right food truck I'm thinking of. Delicious. Top notch. Send us your favorites, 207-807-1104. Here's a few options for you that we got on the text. You ready, Tara? Oh, I'm ready. Thirsty Mule in Oakland apparently has some good ones. And then there's Willie's Ale Room in Acton. They got over 20 flavors, all sauces made in-house. And I don't know if this person's serious or not, but they seem pretty serious about it. They said Domino's wings. Plain, double-baked with sauce on the side are so good, you have to try them. And wings are one of my favorite. Gotta trust me on this one. Really? That's James from Auburn. And he said, of course, flats only, no drumsticks. What's wrong with the drumsticks, though? I think, like, true wing aficionados prefer the flats. I don't know why, but that seems to be uh, the trend. We're gearing up for the big game weekend. Where would you uh, get your wings from? You got to go to Pizza Hut, my brother. That's where it's at. Pizza Hut? Pizza Hut got the love, baby. They got all the love. <laughs> well, I didn't even know Pizza Hut sold wings. I don't even know where there is a Pizza Hut. Oh, yeah, they on uh, in Lewiston, on Sabbath. Uh, Portland. I'm sure they got Pizza Hut everywhere. Wow, you know all the locations. I actually well, really love Pizza Hut. Have you had wings at Pizza Hut? I haven't had the wings. Um, when I was a kid, Pizza Hut had like a buffet, so I would love going to Pizza Hut for the buffet. Oh, I remember the buffet, but that was when I was a bad kid, and we used to go in and uh, sit down and eat, and then one by one we would leave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you would chew. Oh you would chew and screw. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we, we're going to have to try the wings over at Pizza Hut. Hopefully, you're paying for them now. Yes, sir. One time I saw a slash at the buffet at Pizza Hut. What's a slash? <gasps> slash? The guitarist? Oh, Slash. Yes, I am convinced that I saw Slash at the Pizza Hut buffet. No. Was yeah. he in town for a concert? I don't know, but it was when we used to have a Pizza Hut where the Tuscan table is now in South Portland. And yeah. I'm convinced I saw Slash. No, I don't think that was him. He had the hair. He had the hat. I think that most people who go to Pizza Hut look like Slash. Oh. <laughs> I think that's where your mistake was.